We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 19th, 2019. And the next report is entitled, With Proof the FBI Groomed a Mentally Ill Man to Become a Right-Wing Terrorist. Are Mind-Controlled Assassins Being Unleashed Upon America? A 1991 book warned of a secret that secret government would use patsies to shoot up America to end the Second Amendment. And uh, at the very start of this report, we see a uh, it's uh, an excerpt from the uh, Northwoods Operation Northwoods document. And Operations Northwood Operation Northwoods is proof that the U.S. government would terrorize Americans to achieve an agenda. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But there's a screenshot there uh, in the PDF uh, for this study. So over the past two years, following several different mass shootings, we have published numerous stories at ANP, which is all news pipeline, that have reported about MK Ultra, the top secret CIA mind control program, which was confirmed by documents released back in 2018. Well, it was was known about long before that, but anyway, it said and that and that it could be used upon large crowds and may still be ongoing now, as well as warnings given by a former U.S. Navy intelligence officer who warned in a book in 1991 of a plan to destroy and do away with the Second Amendment in America by inflaming the masses with a series of mass shootings that would push the middle class into doing away with the rights of Americans to own guns. I don't really know why they're just saying middle class, because it's, it's going to be... They're trying to get enough public outcry. Whether it's upper, middle, or lower, they're trying to get enough people. But middle class are, are, are the probably you know, some of the highest percentage rates of gun owners. So <clears throat> if they can convince gun owners to give up their own guns, which I think is an incredibly hard sell, you know that would be a target demographic for them. Now remember, this was back in 1991. This was warned about. As we had reported on ANP back in December 9th, according to a former U.S. Navy intelligence officer, Milton William Cooper, in his book Behold the Pale Horse, America's secret government would be using mind-controlled shooters across America to carry out their dirty work. And again, we're seeing this at play right now. We're documented in almost every week now. Cooper warned back in 1991 of a sinister plot that had been ongoing for decades to undermine American sovereignty, the U.S. Constitution, and to bring in a totalitarian, dictatorial New World Order to America, adding even more credibility to, it, to his argument that the deep state would be using mind-controlled patsies to carry out horrific crimes upon America. In fact, if, if somehow you believe that the U.S. government would never terrorize Americans by using patsies to carry out horrific events upon Americans, You've obviously never heard about Operation Northwoods. So let's start there before we delve much more deeply into the MK Ultra Mind Control government sponsored false flag terrorism. Using drugged out patsies um, and Cooper's 1991 warning, in light of these horrific events, now I'm sorry, that a lot of the reports from All News Pipeline are so poorly written that I have to go back through and re-edit them. And even when I re-edit them, they come out sounding very choppy and disjointed. And that's after, I mean, if I tried to read it straight off, there's no way. I mean, I would sound like, um, I don't know. I would, I would probably sound not very intelligent, just put it that way. So I kind of apologize, I apologize for that. Um, they put out a lot of great content, but they, a lot of sites I've noticed... And it depends which one you're at. 
they're hurrying to put stuff up or the people they've actually got putting out content don't have any kind of grasp on English grammar and linguistics and, you know, periods and colons and semicolons and run-on sen sentences and things of that nature. So I'm, I'm but this information is super important, so I want to try to get through it here. Uh, so from wikipedia operation northwoods was a proposed false flag operation against the cuban government that originated within the u.s department of defense or dod and the joint chiefs of staffs of the united states of america in 1962 the proposals called for central intelligence agency or other u.s government operatives to commit acts of terrorism against american civilians and military targets blaming them on the cuban government and using it to justify a war against cuba I mean, that's total insanity. That obviously should be beyond illegal. But this is what Operations Northwood openly admits to being. I mean, using government operatives to commit acts of terrorism against American citizens and military targets, blaming them on the Cuban government, using it to justify a war against... Well, now they're going to use it to justify taking all of our guns away and all of our rights and all of our liberties with, you know, these red flag gun laws, you know, and all of the other things they're going to try to impose. The possibilities detailed in the document included the possible assassination of Cuban uh, emissaries, sinking boats of Cuban refugees on the high seas, hijacking planes, blowing up a U.S. warship, and orchestrating violent terrorism in U.S. cities, all of which would be, you know, total lies and, and contrive, contrivances. The proposals were rejected by John F. Kennedy, probably one more reason he got assassinated. Communists led by Fidel Castro had taken power in Cuba in 1959, which aroused the concern of the U.S. military due to the Cold War. The operation proposed creating public support for a war against Cuba by blaming it on terroristic acts that would actually be perpetuated by the U.S. government. To this end, Operation Northwood's proposals recommended hijackings and bombings followed by the introduction of phony evidence that would implicate the Cuban government. It stated the desired result from the execution of this plan would be to place the United States in the apparent position of suffering horrible grievances from the rash and irresponsible government of Cuba, and then to develop an international image of a Cuban threat to peace in the Western Hemisphere. But all of it was a lie. Several other proposals were included within Operation Northwoods, including real or simulated actions against various U.S. military and civilian targets. The operation recommended developing a communist Cuban terror campaign in the Miami area and in other Florida cities and even in Washington. But they were going to develop them, the government. Since we now know as a fact that the United States government was preparing to use false flag terror upon innocent Americans to achieve their agenda, and this was back in the 60s, is there anybody at all reading this who thinks they wouldn't do so again today? As the guns in news reports in, in their new story, these latest shootings have, and there are, there are links to all of these things that I'm talking about here in the PDF. These latest shootings have all the markings of being part of a globalist gun control agenda, with them now pushing confiscation and red flag laws, just as William Cooper warned us would happen here in America nearly 30 years ago. While many would argue that President Trump was absolutely correct in recent remarks he made about these mass shooters being mentally ill 
as many mass shooters going back through U.S. history. Well, yeah, they're typically MK Ultra mind control Manchurian candidates that are triggered. And yes, they're, most of them are on SSRIs, ser serotonin reuptake inhibitors, Prozac, and these types of things, which just further demon, demon infests them because there's a huge demonic component with pharmacia in the pharmaceutical industry. And that's all by design, too. Um, anyway, um, this February of 2018 story over the last American Vagabond reported that the bombshell that President Trump obviously has no clue about. With that story confirming the warnings given by William Cooper in his book, Behold the Pale Horse, seen above, and he was assassinated for, for his, him coming out and uh, releasing all of this information. William Cooper was, you know, assassinated for that. Um, first, take a look at here at Cooper's warning before reading the excerpt from the American Vagabond story below. First, from Cooper's ever-so-important book, it says, quote, The government encouraged... Now, this is from his book... They, they even posted a screenshot of this from his book in here. The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of firearms for criminals to use. Yes, like Fast and Furious, where they, you know, shipped all those guns down to Mexico. I've heard numerous reports of in Chicago, in the inner cities, they will, they will go and they will just literally drop off boxes of guns in like alleyways in... Um, like uh, ghetto type neighborhoods and you know the gangbangers find them and now they're they've got all the guns that they want i've heard that on more than one occasion they're doing this on purpose by and, you know chicago has you know it's like a mass shooting every weekend there or every week the death toll there's but you don't really hear much about it because that's just it doesn't fit their narrative they've got to they've got to portray the the lone white guy is the white supremacist and he's the source of all evil on the planet so we're going to talk more about that soon too as well uh, so the government encouraged the manufacture and importation of firearms for the criminals to use this is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity which would lead the american people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion, the CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. The plan is well underway and so far it's working perfectly. That was in 1991 he said that. So now let's look at the extended excerpt of the last American Vagabond story titled Parents Catch FBI in Plot to Force Mentally Ill Son to Be a Right-Wing Terrorist. The parents of a severely mentally disabled man are speaking out on how the FBI groomed him, their son, as a right-wing terrorist knowing he's a paranoid schizophrenic. This is, this is what they do. This was... The El Paso shooter, most likely the Dayton shooter, most likely all of these recent mass shootings. I mean, recent and previous. I mean, you, you can go back decades on this. It's, be, it's becoming nearly weekly occurrence. Somewhere in some state, the FBI will announce that they foiled yet another terrorist plot and saved lives. However, as the data shows, the majority of these cases involve psychologically diminished patsies who have been entirely groomed, armed, and entrapped by the FBI agents. Simply put, the FBI manufactures terror threats and then takes credit for stopping them. While many of these cases have garnered attention and been exposed in the alternative media, a recent case out of Oklahoma sets a new low for the FBI and exposes how insidious these plots can be. 
Through the hundreds of foiled terror plots the FBI has busted over the years, many of them have been focused on people of Middle Eastern descent or people associated with ISIS or Al-Qaeda. This time, in the case of Jerry Van Drake Varnell, well, but again, the Middle Eastern or the ISIS are never implicated typically in America. That doesn't fit the narrative. Muslims are off limits. Typically, blacks are off limits. Hispanics are pretty much off limits. The only one that matters is the white guy. I'm just saying. If I was a black guy, I'd tell you the same thing. It's a fact. And we're going to prove that in a second, too. In a June meeting with an agent... Um, oh, hold on. Uh, let's see these full okay this time in the case of jerry drake vernell the 23 year old diagnosed schizophrenic accused of attempting to bomb a bank the fbi fomented terror from a right-wing dialogue in a june meeting which also fits the narrative right wing in a june meeting with the agent according to fbi documents varnell described himself as a believer in the three percenter ideology a right-wing group claiming to be committed to standing against and exposing corruption and injustice. According to the federal documents, Varnell drove what he believed was a stolen van containing up to 1,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate bomb on Saturday morning to blow up an Oklahoma City bank. However, if we backtrack just a bit to when the FBI began grooming this would-be right-wing militia terrorist, the vileness comes directly from the government, we realize. The FBI knew he was a schizophrenic, Varnell's parents declared on Wednesday, in an open letter bravely published, published by News OK. Underneath his condition, he was a sweethearted person, and we are extremely shocked that this event has even happened. However, what truly has flabbergasted us is the fact that the FBI knew he was a schizophrenic. This is his parents talking. The state of Oklahoma found him to be mentally incompetent, and we, his parents, have legal guardianship over him by the court. These documents are sealed from the public. Oh, I, you know, I wonder why. Which is why no news media outlet will be able to obtain them. And they wouldn't try to obtain it anyway because they're going to be told to back off. Just like they are in El Paso when there's, you know, multiple people seeing three or four shooters all dressed in black. Oh, no, no, no. We've explored every lead and we've, we've found there's no credible leads. It's just this one white guy that did it all. I mean... Total unmitigated satanic Luciferian lies shoved down our throats every time you, you access mainstream media, essentially, in any way, shape, or form. So these documents are sealed from the public, which is why no, no, no media outlet will be able to obtain them. The FBI clearly knew he was a schizophrenic because they have gathered every ounce of information on him, yet they knowingly continued to groom him despite the clear immoral implications. When they began grooming him, according to the family, the FBI knew that Varnell was declared mentally unfit to live by himself. I mean, this is really low. And then he was a paranoid schizophrenic without their criminal informant. And the FBI tactics playing mind games with this vulnerable man. The idea of him committing an act of terror would have likely never materialized. What the public should be looking at is the fact that the FBI gave our son the means to make this happen. He has no job, no money, no vehicle, no driver's license due to the fact that he is a schizophrenic and we, his parents, do everything we can possibly to keep him safe and functional. He has suffered through countless serious full-blown schizophrenic delusional episodes and he has been put in numerous mental hospitals since he was 16 years old. The FBI came and picked him up from our home. They gave him a vehicle, gave him a fake bomb, and every means to make this happen, none of which he had access to on his own. I really wonder how this all 
happened though like what transpired and led up to this anyway the parents noted that during the setup they suspected something was going on and jerry's father told the informant to stay away from their son this was the informant that was working with the fbi evidently however according to the parents the informant continued to sneak onto our residence and the fbi paid him to continue this operation and i believe they have cleared his criminal record knowing a sane person would never attempt to blow up a bank the fbi deliberately targeted a severely delusional and mentally ill person this is wrong on so many levels will the next mass murderer they groom come directly from a men mental institution well he had been in a mental institution now and while the mainstream media continues to push the white supremacist terrorist lie that the leftist leftist masses are buying into we see in the image above which i've posted here that you can look at the photos of every mass murder in america in 2019 and we read in the story from gateway pundit that hate is spread among all races so that pushing white terrorism in america clearly has a political agenda now if we look at this the vast majority of the mass shooters of 2019 this is every person charged with or arrested for shooting of four more people in a single instant the majority are black okay now i'm not being prejudicial i'm just telling you the majority of them are black um there are some white but the vast majority are, are black the vast um maybe as far as what they're admitting to a couple hispanics maybe but i'm talking the vast vast majority are black but you don't hear about any of them if you heard about the black mass shooters of 2019 the vast majority of them are black have you heard about them all no because it doesn't fit the narrative the only thing that fits the narrative is the lone white guy the white supremacist the the one that's you know the right-wing terrorist and uh that's all you're gonna hear about david Steele a 20-year Marine Corps intelligence officer, the second highest ranking civilian in the U.S. Marine Corps intelligence, and former CIA clandestine services case officer, had this to say about the most, about these most unscrupulous operations that we just talked about. He said, quote, most terrorists are false flag terrorists or are created by our own security services. In the United States, every single terrorist incident we have had has been a false flag or has been an informant pushed on by an fbi by the fbi in fact we now have citizens taking out restraining orders against fbi informants that are trying to incite terrorism we've become a lunatic asylum end of quote i mean can you i mean this is so flagrant and so in your face and so satanically out of control and yet the mainstream media would, would say I'm a conspiracy theorist nut when it's all easily documentable and easily provable, which is what we're doing every week here with these studies. It, my job's supremely easy. It, it gets easier every week from that standpoint. From try, I mean, My biggest problem is trying to process the sheer amount of the quantity of it all to try to bring to you all. So we have that uh going further congressional testimony from clinton era reveals pedophile blackmail network this video explains the dark history 
and purpose of the of the use of mind control and pedophilia as a means of government espionage and blackmail. At its heart, it unearthed this unearthed video of congressional victim testimony given before a Bill Clinton advisory committee in 1995. How this video testimony has escaped the public disclosure for over 20 years is a prime example of how deep the corruption runs in our society. In 1995, President Clinton's Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experimentation included testimonies before Congress from child victims involving, involved in the experiments who claimed that they were tortured, kept in cages, and used to sexually blackmail powerful politicians when they were only nine years old. That's what I said. The politicians are all blackmailed. They would not have got into their positions. And I don't mean maybe every local politician, but I'm talking about the main ones at the top in, in D.C. and most likely, you know, governors and things of this nature, senators, congressmen. They, they're, they're not allowed to get into those positions unless they're blackmailed. And that's what the whole synagogue of Satan with Mossad, with Epstein, that was his primary he was to come on like he was this big mover and shaker that held these billions of dollars, and none of that he really had. It was given the facade of that, the appearance of that was given to him. And he was getting these people like Trump, who they bought, they, who they, you know, owned, bought, owned, and paid for, and a lot of other politicians, a lot of other high-level people in Hollywood and, and um, kings of industries and things of this nature to get them, you know, to sleep with little children or sacrifice little children and these types of things or, or teenage underage teenage girls or things of this nature to get it on film and then to for Mossad to always have something on a gigantically huge swath of people that you know maybe they didn't need to use that information for 20 years but there would come a time when they could when they could say oh we have this tape on this person he's in a position of leverage in a particular issue we want to influence now we're going to lean on him and we're going to say if you don't do what we we tell you to do we're going to release this tape and you know i'm sure they get about 99.99 percent compliance that's what jeffrey epstein's job was to do so and it probably still is after he gets his plastic surgery and you know and this type of stuff because the guy's obviously still alive just see the last study that we did last week uh <clears throat> they claim to have been undergoing these experiments in government-run laboratories along with several other young children in the 1995 human radiation experiments final report can still be found on c-span's archives but there is no archive of the child victim testimony imagine i wonder why fortunately the victim testimony was uploaded in 2015 to YouTube's Kali Vade's channel entitled Mind Control Hearings from the President's Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experimentation. And the written transcript, transcripts are still available at the National Security Archive. There's links to both of those. The, uh, the video and the written transcripts. Now I'm going to play this short video that gets a little bit more into it. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out here tonight to arm yourselves with knowledge about a tool that's being covertly used to... Now, this is Kathy O'Brien, who was the... one of the first ones, one of the first MK Ultra mind control slaves. She was a presidential mind control slave. She was of the highest order. She, she was like Ronald Reagan's personal sex slave. 
uh, Kissinger, uh, you, the, the both the Clintons, um, I think some with the Bushes. She was a very, very high-level sex slave. She wrote the book Transformation of America, which I first read it, I think, in the late 1990s. And I mean, it's a book you read and you don't ever want to read it again. She got way into, like, Dick Cheney. I mean, it's very graphic. And it's it's one of those books that, you, you know, if you get through it and you read and I don't even advise you do it because... The Bible says I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. And I'm telling you, just the visuals alone, even though there's no pictures in the book, really. Um, I wouldn't advise any Christian to read it. I wouldn't. What she said has been vindicated by a lot of other people that have come out. Um, these high-level politicians are the most wicked, evil, Luciferian, satanic devils, sick, twisted, sexual garbage that you can that you i don't even want you to comprehend it i don't even want you to put it into your head okay um but she was abused as a baby this is when they start you out when you're an infant and i'm not even going to tell you how they do it but you know then it progresses into more of the programming the mk ultra mind control stuff and where they have you in cages and they do electroshock and they do all the stuff to fracture your personality and you have all of these hundreds or thousands of different alternate personalities that they can access and they can use those altars for whatever purposes they or whatever mission they have for you. So this is a perfect segue into talking about mind control and these, these mind control MK Ultra uh, Manchurian candidate, candidates that are being activated now that we're seeing over and over again. And unfortunately, unless God intervenes, and you know there's enough prayer going up and fasting going up i i they're they're going to try to implement this gun control agenda and they've got to keep triggering these and keep creating these mass false flag events in order for everybody to get in um, up in arms enough where they will surrender their guns voluntarily but i i really don't think that any amount of that is going to work i think i think the true people that know have any kind of clue what's going on are not going to surrender their firearms and, and this is why i see a bloodbath of um unimaginable proportions coming to america i i, I really do um I, I i hate to say that but um this is the last thing they got to get guys they got to get the guns before they and maybe they will um I'm not 100% sure how it's going to all play out. I think we've given a lot of different scenarios how it could play out over the years. It's going to be most likely some derivation or some combination of the various scenarios we've given you over, you know, since 06, since this ministry's been around, on how it's going to play out. Kathy O'Brien adds a gigantic piece to this whole puzzle. So I'm just going to re restart this from the start just so you hear from its entirety. This is only a little over nine minutes, but this is congressional testimony from the Clinton era reveals pedophile blackmail network. I believe she's speaking at the Grenada Forum. I remember seeing this video a long time ago, and um, this is back in the 90s she came out. Uh, unbelievable courage. Thank you for coming out here tonight to arm yourselves with knowledge 
about a tool that's being covertly used to usher in what Adolf Hitler and George Bush termed New World Order, and that's mind control. A New World Order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. Trauma-based mind control can be traced back for millennia, but we can find its research in modern times in the Tavistock Institute of London and the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute of Germany. The Nazis were studying occult families engaged in multi-generational sexual abuse of children. They found that abused children were receptive to external mind control and could develop enhanced physical abilities such as photographic memory, physical stamina, and up to 44 times visual acuity. They were raising children in laboratories to create a super race of humans. Operation Paperclip was a secret program where the U.S. imported more than 1,600 Nazi scientists after World War II. The program he's in reference to is Lebensborn. The Nazi Germany had the breeder, breeder farms where they would have SS troops come in there and they would have breeding mothers that were of proper Aryan stock how they would refer to it as you had to be able to tra trace your trace your lineage from a Aryan standpoint back so many I don't know hundreds of years and the, and the SS Nazi guys were all vetted anyway they had to be of a higher order than the than the average uh, German soldier they had to be a much higher order and that's was was the SS but Hitler's personal guard they those were the you know the stormtroopers the 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 their special forces their the elite were the SS and they would have the SS soldiers come in and breed with these women and they would they would churn out babies and this was what Lebensborn was um and the the um the woman or the man that had sex and had the baby the Nazi soldier and, and the woman they were out of the picture I believe at that point and the state raised them in these big community homes and this is what how Hitler was going to bring about the coming awaited Aryan fifth root race, the God man. And they would, they would recruit from other areas when they would go into other areas, particularly the Scandinavian countries that were blonde hair and blue eyed. And they would, they would go in there and they would re recruit and, and um, recruit them into the army. And that, well, you know, basically it's either go to prison or, or work for us. And, and uh, they would go in there and cherry pick those types of people and bring them into the fold as well. Some really sick stuff. Some of whom went on to continue their work in trauma-based mind control. This information first made its way into the public on August 3, 1977, during congressional hearings into the CIA's MKUltra mind control program. It is interesting to note that Dr. Lewis Jolian West, a leading expert in the CIA's MKUltra program, was also the lead psychiatrist for Jack Ruby, Patty Hearst, Sirhan Sirhan, and Oklahoma City bomber Timothy McVeigh. Most likely all mind control, MK Ultra, uh, Manchurian candidates that were triggered and that were groomed for those situations to, to be the fall guy. In 1988, CIA agent Mark Phillips rescued Kathy O'Brien from the MK Ultra program. They provided documented testimony for the U.S. House of Representatives Select Committee on Intelligence Oversight in 1995. 
but for reasons of national security, she was not able to address the congressional committee. So she. So Kathy wasn't allowed to address. What she was going to say would have been way too much for them to, to, you know, um, would have been way too incriminating for her to actually go before a congressional committee and, and speak like she's like you're hearing her speak in, in bits and pieces here in this video. I'm a whistleblower. I was born in 1957 in Muskegon, Michigan, to a multi-generational incest-based family. This means my father was sexually abused as a child. My mother was sexually abused as a child. Now, this is from October 31st, 1996. Yes, at the Grenada Forum. And they were sexually abusing me. The sexual abuse that I was enduring was so horrific that I developed dissociative identity disorder. It certainly was incomprehensible. There was no place for it in my mind to deal with such horror. Therefore, I developed a compartment in my brain, a little area behind amnesic barriers that was actually the neuron pathway shutting down in my brain in order to compartmentalize the memory of abuse so that the rest of my mind could function normally as though nothing had happened. This criminal faction of our government was so interested in dissociative identity disordered persons, they knew that any child that was subject, subjected to child pornography had to have endured trauma so horrible that they had to be suffering from that disorder. Therefore, this criminal faction of our government sanctioned this child pornography ring so that they could identify and target children such as myself for the project. Whistleblower Bryce Taylor has made very similar claims. Kathy O'Brien claimed that her handler, former Klansman and Senator Robert Byrd, was in complete control of her and directed her to have sex with powerful members of society and politics, including Bill and Hillary Clinton. It was my experience that Bill Clinton is bisexual, leaning far more towards a homosexual end. All I've ever seen him involved in was a homosexual activity um, with very limited experience with him myself. Whereas my experience was much more uh, prevalent with Hillary Clinton because Hillary is also uh, bisexual, leaning more towards a homosexual end. And it was she who accessed my sex programming to fulfill her perversions. In 1995, President Bill Clinton's Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experimentation included testimonies from Congress from child victims involved in trauma-based mind control, who claimed they were tortured and kept in cages when they were small children. I was a subject in radiation as well as mind control. Here's one of their, the, the testimonies from that. Experiments performed by a man I knew as Dr. Green. His objective was to gain control of my mind and train me to be a spy assassin. I was in what looked like a laboratory and there seemed to be other children. I was strapped down, naked, spread eagle, on a table, on my back. Dr. Green moved on to wanting me to kill dolls that looked like real children. He often tied me down in a cage, which was near his office. And claimed that... Now, I'm pretty sure Dr. Green was a pseudonym for Mengele. Um, Dr. Mengele from the Nazi death camps that they had brought over with Project Paperclip. Because that's they were the ones that were perfecting it in the death camps in Nazi Germany. 
that all the stuff that they did, the experimentation they did on twins and things like that over in Nazi Germany, well, they could they could use people like you would use up mice in experimentation and, you know, uh, in order to do whatever. Well, they would they were doing that with human beings. They're, they're, the life meant nothing to the Nazi. So that information was evidently very important to our sick, twisted government after World War II and via Project Paperclip, and the Vatican was in on this whole thing as well in protecting them. They... Um, rooted a lot of these Nazi, well, scientists and also the ones that were doing mind control and other high-level ones through this thing called the rat line into America. And other countries got some of these sick, twisted devils as well. But I think we, we got a majority of them. And uh, that's, that's what happened there. ...were used to sexually blackmail powerful politicians when they were only nine years old. I became a pawn in a government scheme. His ultimate goal was mind control and to create the perfect spy, all through the use of chemicals, radiation, drugs, hypnosis, electric shock, isolation in tubs of water, sleep deprivation, brainwashing, verbal, physical, emotional, and sexual abuse. I can only summarize my circumstances by saying they took an already abused seven-year-old child and compounded my suffering beyond belief. The saddest part is I know for a fact that I was not alone. There were countless other children in my same situation, and there was no one to help us. I was sent to a lodge in Maryland called Deep Creek Cabins to learn how to sexually please men. I was taught how to coerce them into talking about themselves, and it was, Dr. It was uh, Richard Helms who was deputy director of the CIA, Dr. Gottlieb, uh, Captain George White, Morris, who was also CIA, Allen, who all planned on filming as many high government agency officials and heads of academic institutions and foundations as possible. So I in other words, she was used to entrap them as a seven-year-old to have sex with as many of these high-level politicians, just like I said before, with as many of them as they could film, and they were always entrapped in whatever room they ended up in, there were there was filming going on, and then that way they would be bought, sold, and paid for for the rest of their life, and they would be good little satanic minions and never get out of line lest these tapes might be released to the public. She used to entrap many unwitting men, including themselves, all with the use of a hidden camera. I was only nine years old. I was only nine years old. Sick. After the hearings, Bill Clinton began his speech with the NLP technique, the three-time convincer. That so the hearings, after the hearings, when these testimonies always, when they concluded, he used evidently this neuro-linguistic programming to brainwash the masses into thinking the government is trustworthy, even though if you were there at the time or hurting the stuff, you'd say, okay, the government's totally wicked from straight from the pit of hell. Um, he's going to go in there and use this mind control technique on the masses in order to convince you that, you know, the government is trustworthy. At least they could trust the United States government to tell the truth and to do the right things. None of these efforts can succeed unless people believe that they can rely on their government to tell them the truth and to do the right thing. And to all those who this is all in the same speech. He's saying this over and over. He says it three times. I mean, this is this is one of the most high-level serial abusers 
of, of I'm, I'm sure men and women of all time, Clinton and his witch wife, Hillary, and he's up here giving us a morality lesson. It's, it's, it, and again, it's like getting a morality lesson from Satan. And the families who have been involved in these incidents, uh, let me say to you, I hope you feel that your government has kept its commitment to the American people to tell the truth and to do the right thing. He offered an apology to the victims and financial compensation, but there was no investigation and no media coverage of the child victim testimony. Jeffrey Epstein is nothing new. Epstein was just a spoke in an ancient wheel. Keith Raniere was running the same operation with the Nixium cult. It runs through Hollywood, our government, pop culture, and our universities. If we cannot change this, then the corruption we see in politics will never change. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. So we have that. Um, now, uh, let's go further here. So the next report is staged black op false flag attacks by the government are now are legal and have been. And th this was sent to me by a longtime listener, Janice. For anyone who hasn't seen this, it's a link worth keeping. It's a clear explanation in a public meeting that a law was passed several years ago making it legal for our government to use psychological warfare tactics like false flag attacks complete with crisis actors and fake blood against the U.S. public without our knowledge and without ever admitting it. Unfortunately, real people did perish in the latest ones. Now, she gives you a link here. It's like a half hour long, I think, and you can you can click on it and listen to it. It's It's, you know, sickening. Yes, the U.S. government propaganda use um, the U.S. government propaganda use against American citizens is officially legal now. Uh, evidently, as a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. said, "Never forget that everything Hitler did in Germany was legal." Yeah, it was at the time because they had they had turned law, the law of the land. Um, it was totally wicked. The Bible refers to it as they create mischief by a law. And this is where we're at right now, where, you know, the, the, they that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Just saw this. Now, remember what it just said about fake blood? They can use that. This just came out today. This is one of the main reports out there. And it's from American Joe Show. And it says, are these cops using fake blood in Philadelphia? And it has something to do with this Philadelphia, recent Philadelphia shooting, the shooting investigation in Philadelphia. And it shows an aerial view. Somebody was filming this from i don't know uh, an apartment building or something and it shows these and i'm not going to play it because it's not gonna you have to watch it but i give you a link to it and it shows these two cops running up to a cop car they open the door and one cop pours what looks to be fake blood all over this guy's i think both arms and you can clearly see his arms had nothing on them and then all of a sudden and then you can see the blood dripping down on the pavement and the pavement there was nothing there before so they're, they're using cops that are essentially fake crisis actors and they're staging these things with fake blood in order to incite whatever narrative to ultimately do away with our Second Amendment and all of our liberties. So this is just, you know, 
this is the insanity level things that we're dealing with right now and um uh, you can look that up online. I don't even have that as part of the study. I mean, I, when, when I take breaks during the study now, I will go and see what news just broke in the last half hour. And a lot of times I have to stop everything and add that in. But this is, uh, if you can, are these cops using fake blood in Philadelphia on YouTube? You'll see it. You can watch the video for yourself. Total insanity. Um, and now let's go to this particular clip. And this one is from the ted and austin show for three days ago they go on a second amendment rant and then the phone lines are shut down project veritas makes another huge fine update on el paso shootings trump has alienated his base is he a rothschild cutout yes he is due to trump are the draconian gun laws and confiscation on the horizon guys yesterday's show i went into detail on a lot of these unseen forces and what they do but remember Greater is he who is in us than he's in the world. And, you know, you see all of this stuff with the negative news. I mean, you got now we got Donald Trump turning complete turncoat as far as Second Amendment rights. I mean, to his daughter running around all over Congress lobbying people to pass red flag gun laws so she can, as a communist, seize the weapons of the United States. Now they want to do full background checks, which include full registration of all weapons of the United States. I mean, this is nuts. And this is exactly what the Soviet Union did. This is exactly what Nazi Germany did. This is exactly what China And all the countries that go and start killing their people, they've got to register their weapons first. And they've got to do full background checks. Nothing that Trump has talked about will change the problems in this country. There's no way they're going to go house to house and start seizing all the weapons. Look at England. Now that they've got all the weapons they've tried to take, they still have hunting clubs and everything else in London and England. They still run around with swords and knives and acid. It's not that the people are weird and they're given over to the dark side. We talked about that yesterday and they do bad things. And the problem is, is when you take the guns away from the law abiding citizens, they can't defend themselves against the people who do bad things. So we've got to try to figure out. So we think, what the heck, man? Why did Donald Trump turn? And I talked to a pastor friend of mine yesterday who's my White House contact. And he basically said that uh, he is no longer going to support Trump, you know, unequivocally. If Trump keeps pushing this gun control and Trump has a really big possibility of losing his base now because these right wing conservative Republicans who have put him in office, primarily Christians, we're all about our weapons and defending our families. And we wrap ourselves in the flag and we wrap ourselves in nationalism. We don't want to be a statistic that some communist government killed us like 100, 150 million dead in Stalin's time. We don't want to be that. We want to continue to just grow in the things of the Lord, and continue to be blessed in everything that we do, because our God is a God of abundance and blessings. And listen to the yesterday's show to hear more about that. By the way, Project Veritas, Google whistleblower has now gone public, and he says, I saw something dark and something nefarious going on. A Google whistleblower has gone public with claims of election manipulation and political bias, according to investigative journalism project group Veritas, which posted a trove of over 950 documents provided by Google insider Zachary Voorhees, who says he has come forward because he saw something dark and nefarious going on with the company, and he realized that they were going to not only tamper with elections, but use that tampering with elections to essentially overthrow the United States. You hear what I just said, friends? Overthrow the United States. So, I mean, this guy has come forward and has gone public with what he knows. He goes, I gave the documents to Project Veritas. I have been collecting the documents for over a year. And the reason why I collected these documents is because I saw something dark and nefarious going on with the company. If these documents were available to every single employee within the company, that was full-time. 
So as a full-time employee at the company, I just searched for some keywords, and these documents started to pop up. And so once I started finding one document, I started finding keywords for other documents that I would enter this it, and then the cycle continued until you had hundreds and hundreds of pages. These documents contain a number of files of concern for conservatives, one of which is called Black News Site for Google News, which Voorhees alleges is a blacklist that restricts certain websites from appearing on news feeds for some Android Google products. So this includes a number of both conservative and leftist websites, including newsbusters.org and mediamatters.org. The document states that some sites are added to the list because of the high user block rate. Another dominant titled Fringe Ranking Classifier Defining Channel Quality complies a ranking of various news sites by their level of trustworthiness. In the sample ranking show, the most trustworthy sites appear to be the Wall Street Journal or whatever, while the next news network was least trustworthy, ranking just below Alex Jones. Breitbart News is ranked above the YouTube commentator Philip DeFranco, the Huffington Post, and the Young Turks, but below Russia Today and America CNN. What they're doing here is they're actually stopping people from finding articles online. That's the bottom line. They're not allowing you to have access to free information because they don't deem it something that you should be reading. And so this tower of Google is pretty doggone strong. Remember, Google, I talked about it yesterday, met with Obama hundreds of times in the White House, continues to meet with Donald Trump. They work together with Singularity University and NASA. I talked about this in depth yesterday as far as bringing in their new world order under Lucifer into a D-Wave computer system. It's all tied together. It's all satanic, all of it. You say, well, that sounds ridiculous, Ted. Well, okay, whatever, don't listen to it. This whole thing is basically an orchestrated plan. Now, what's interesting about this, let me give you a little bit more what happened to this guy who basically turned over his information and what he said and all the stuff that's going on. He basically, you know, was just chilling out, but Google decided they were going to destroy him. This is what happened. And Google decided they were going to put, it through, put him through what he basically would call a wellness check. Four Cs, listen to this, <laughs> talks to James O'Keefe from Project Veritas shortly after Google had sent. Listen to this, had sent the FBI the San Francisco police, a bomb squad, and a couple of snipers to his apartment to do a wellness check, courting off a three-block area. This is what they just did, this guy's whistleblower. What happened to the protection for whistleblowers? And this is, all, this is all the FBI, which is totally corrupt as far as I'm concerned. Maybe a few key people in it are okay, but the majority was corrupt. He says, the intent of this overkill was to elicit a response from him. In other words, he could start screaming, yelling, perhaps brandish a weapon. I'm adding that, whereby he could be deemed mentally unstable to help advance Google's legal case against him, or else to escalate the situation such that he might get shot and killed. Snipers? Because he's a whistleblower? Luckily, he acquitted himself with calm throughout the episode, as we see in the episode he did with Veritas. Guys, this is what's become of our government. Our government, we have allowed our government to come in and basically destroy our rights because of what we've done and who we put into power and who we put into elected office. We've allowed these guys to bring in these multinational corporations and international banking communities through lobbying efforts to completely skew and control the dynamics of our political situations here in the United States. We've allowed another company, the Rothschild Banking Enterprise, to come into the Exchange Stability Fund in 1934 and literally seize the Treasury of the United States to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. We've allowed all this to happen. We and our grandparents and our great-grandparents. Now, why was that such e so easy to do? Here's why it was easy to do. When the United States, 100 years ago, went into World War I, and we 
and we won and we defeated the Germans. What ended up happening is a tremendous amount of national pride and nationalism was really, really birthed in the United States. And that our government could do anything as far as defeating any type of group or any person in the world, any dictator. So what ended up happening is we started believing the, 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 the stories from the government. It was all part of this all happened at the same time with Edward Bernays, the cousin of Freud, and his groupthink manipulation through mass media. And all of this stuff was used. When, when Germany attacked the Lusitania with submarine back in the, during World War I, it had warned that Lusitania and these ships leaving were filled with armament from Great Britain, and they would basically be subject to attack. The Lusitania was almost brought to a complete stop, knowing there was a submarine out there, so it could be torpedoed and sunk. And it hit the ammunition stores, by the way, is why it sunk so quickly and killed all those people. And then they started demonizing the Germans because they had sunk down a ship that was filled with armament to kill Germans. Now think about this for a second. Austin and I have been to the Lusitania graveyard over there in England. And we've been there. We actually saw the, the graves where it said Lusitania. And they used this as a giant PR gimmick, so to speak. Not that not, it wasn't, not that it didn't happen, but it completely, and this is all done by Bernays and the groupies, to basically demonize the Germans. And it was so effective that, you know, the people in America were ready to go over and destroy Germany after World War One. The problem was there were protests all over the United States about World War One by the United States getting involved in it. Why? Because a big chunk of the American population was German. All the Browns, pretty much all the Schmitz, Smiths, Millers, look at the white pages of the old phone books, page after page after page. The majority of these people were from German descent. It was one of the largest ethnic groups in the United States because after, world, after the Civil War, when Lincoln, the great emancipator, <coughs> the great murderer of the South and the murderer of the population of the United States, the great socialist, communist, Satanist of his wife was anyhow, they decided they were going to go ahead and, you know, destroy everything so we had to have a new population coming to the United States because you know, millions of people died when there were only a few million people there to start with. This is the problem that we've had with the government since Lincoln times. All of this is a continuation of Lincoln philosophy. And it goes on and on and on and on. So what ends up happening is we as Americans now are caught in, these, in this crossfire of this mess of all of these lies. And then what ended up happening is after World War I was over with, World War II started, and the American people continued to believe that we could do anything in this country. And we trusted the government. We had no idea the government had been hijacked with it by the OSS and then the CIA and, and, and the banking cartels. And this is what and we believed that the government was telling us was true. And then all of a sudden we had Vietnam and we realized, hey, wait a minute, something ain't right. And the, the vast majority of us were completely unaware of the fact that the drugs coming in from Southeast Asia through the CIA. Then they came, then Kennedy wouldn't cooperate with them, so they ended up killing him. Then Nixon didn't want to cooperate with them, so they, they would have killed him, but they chose not to because of the Warren Commission, as far as I'm concerned, was such a, such a debacle. They chose to discredit him and take him out and get him impeached. This is all of the stuff, and that's why he resigned. This is all what they did. Then Ronald Reagan comes in. He wants to do something right. They shoot him with, you know, a couple of months within office when he gets into the office. All of these things are orchestrated by the folks that we talked about yesterday's show. And we need to understand something. Donald Trump now is, I'm going to say this, I'm coming out, I'm going to say it. Donald Trump is compromised. I personally believe now he has become a Rothschild cutout. Ooh, Ted, I can't believe he said that. Yeah, I'm saying that right now because of Wilbur Ross bailing him out back in the 80s with all his debt. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is going to the complete far left as far as gun control, gun confiscation, red flag laws and registration and background checks. I mean, this is nuts. You know, I mean, this is nuts. 
And as far as I'm concerned, and I told my pastor friend this yesterday, Austin, I said, if Hillary Clinton had won the White House, the American citizens would have been frosty. We would have been uptight about her being in, and we would have been calling our congressional leaders and throwing them out of office by the hundreds if they didn't listen. But because Donald Trump, because of his massive campaign rallying, has gone in and sparked a nerve in the nationalism of the United States, and people, because they want to believe him, are willing to give him a pass, just like they did George W. Bush. I'm not doing that again. And to me, at this point now, with him and his, and his wretched daughter, this bimbo in the White House that nobody ever voted for, I could say a few other things, but I know this is a family show and I won't, she basically is determining policy for the United States of America by lobbying Congress people in the, in the, right now to pass the red flag gun laws. I mean, what the heck? What have we been sold? And I, and I told my buddy, I said, you know what? I said, if the third, if we have a third party candidate that's a libertarian for the 2020 election, it's going to be hard for all of us who really know the truth about what, who, what Donald Trump is not to vote for this third party candidate. Because the reality is, even if we put a Democrat in office, they can't do what Trump did and is doing because we'll stand against it. So what a mess we've gotten ourselves into, Austin, buddy. What do you think? Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, there's, it's very strange right now because I saw the um, the tweet that Trump made about Kuma with the CNN thing that was so so confusing to me. Was he be is he being serious? Is he supporting this because he's saying that he's supporting red flag gun laws, but he's making statements like this? And like you said, with Ivanka. I don't remember ever voting for her. I don't remember ever asking for her opinion. I don't remember her ever actually doing anything legitimate in a government position in her entire life. All I know is she sold fashion clothes that her basically dad has helped fund her companies before in the past. That's it. She has no legitimate basis to be lobbying Congress, but remember who her husband is. Her husband is the all-powerful Jewish Kushner who basically never got elected for anything either, yet he has had carte blanche immunity to do whatever he wanted on almost every single global initiative that he has wanted, including going over to Saudi Arabia and meeting with leaders over there without even having the ambassador, the United States ambassador to Saudi Arabia present, ignoring him and blocking him out of the meeting. He's done this numerous times in multiple Middle Eastern countries. So that's who she is. She's his wife. And so obviously they have an entire agenda and an entire initiative and pretty much carte blanche immunity with no oversight when whatever positions they're listed on is advisors or whatever they are. So be very, very keen on what's going on right now as far as all this stuff behind the scenes. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting that something as nobody has really wanted to talk about at all. You guys remember this alleged manifesto that was uploaded by the alleged shooter in El Paso was allegedly put up to message board 8 channel. That's what they talked about the entire time. Jim Watkins, who is the owner of the message board 8 channel online, 
wants to set the record straight with regarding to the shooting spree that was reported by the mainstream media in El Paso. The manifesto, which, according to the mainstream media, claims the El Paso shooter wrote prior to his violent shooting, 8-Channel was not the site where the manifesto was uploaded, Watkin contends. He is basically getting proof together now. As If you guys watched anything on this, the mainstream media eviscerated Jim Watkins and 8-Channel. The alleged shooter, though, allegedly uploaded the manifesto to Instagram first. This is interesting. You guys are going to like this, which is owned by Facebook prior to when the attack was reported as having occurred. Later, someone else uploaded the post from Instagram onto 8-Channel. But most people don't know this because the mainstream media has failed to report the facts and it appears intentionally. He goes on to say, Watkins goes, first off, the El Paso shooter posted on Instagram, not 8-Channel, allegedly. Later, someone else uploaded a manifesto. However, that manifesto was not uploaded by the Walmart shooter. I don't know if he wrote it or not, but it was not uploaded by the murderer whatsoever. This is clear, and law enforcement was made clear and aware of this before most people even heard of the horrific news. 8-Channel has been the target of a viral campaign aiming at removing it from the Internet entirely over the last couple weeks. Cloudflare, a web security company, has agreed to drop a channel, even though the site played no role whatsoever in the alleged shooting. It's just what the mainstream media has been telling everybody. So again, we have more lies from the mainstream media. We have zero evidence, by the way, still, that this was written by the alleged shooter, this manifesto. Zero evidence. And again, as I've told you guys before, clear-cut evidence that proves otherwise, in my opinion, is the fact that in this manifesto, so it goes into detailed discussion on the rifle that he chose, the Wasser 10 AK variant, and he, the fact that he's going to have to run thick, heat-resistant gloves to have to deal with the overheating problems that that cheap gun is plagued with when he's dispensing so many rounds in his shooting. Yet we see the only photo that is still yet to be released from the entire incident is of some random individual that supposedly is the shooter walking in with an AK in his hand, not shooting around, not reloading, and sure as heck, not wearing gloves. So again, we see more lies and more lies and more lies, yet this is being used to repeatedly eviscerate the conservatives, the white nationalists now that they're deeming, anybody who's a white nationalist. This is being used, guys, and we have to understand what we are being hit with right now. Also, on top of that, Michael Daly from the left-wing site, The Daily Beast, is now coming out now, and I've seen this actually from multiple different news outlets. They're starting to imply this, that anyone who wants to buy or own a gun needs to have a psychological evaluation now. I kid you not, this is what they're now starting to push, and this is the same thing Dad talked about a second ago with the expanded background checks and all all the other stuff that they like to say and bring up, this is what they're going on to their next one. The red flag gun laws won't be the end of it, guys, if they get this stuff into place. The expanded background checks would generally help, but would not have prevented either of the recent mass shooters from acquiring their weapons, Michael Daly says. So he cites a two-year-old paper from Dr. Kalavite, who argues a proposal to integrate mental health assessment and access of guns. He quotes, and I say, any person who seeks to purchase a gun or any type of firearm will be required and should be required to obtain a standardized psychological assessment from a licensed doctor-level mental health specialist. The sole objective of the assessment is to identify factors that may be particularly related to an impairment that could 
be related to harm oneself or others before purchasing a firearm. Blatantly, what they're saying is now they want to put something in place that they give the state carte blanche immunity to deny you from getting your Second Amendment or, excuse me, from exercising a right of owning a firearm by deeming it basically, uh, this doctor said you're not mentally stable. Doesn't you know, no crime, no evidence of anything. Simply that doctor says, uh, yeah, you're not you're not stable enough to own a firearm, and that's it. Hands down, done. You're banned from buying a gun. The psycho- psychology is anything but exact science, and how can you use an inexact science with inexact indicators as a definitive measure for mental health? Denying people the guns based on that premise, you'd have to be crazy to want one in the first place. Could be an excuse. So very much so, you could see this turning sideways and them coming out and saying. Hey, the fact that you even want to buy a gun right now, the fact that you want to buy this particular gun, uh, that begs the question if you're even mentally stable. You know, what, what do you need an AR-15 for? Why do you really need one? Do you really think you need one? Are you maybe a little bit having some, uh, some mental issues, sir? You know, are, you, are you having some problems coping with things? This is why you want to have an AR-15? I think it's in my recommendation that you are not allowed any firearm purchases whatsoever. And on top of that, since we already have this law in the red flag got one in place, I think I'm going to go ahead and notify law enforcement the fact that you want an AR-15 brings me to give me enough of a conclusion that they need to red flag you and seize any other firearms you may have in the house because you're a danger to society because you even think you may want an AR-15. That's where the next step's going to go with this, guys, if we let it continue to go. So, I mean, it is imperative right now that we make sure we get this information out there. The chatter, the intel, the topics that get brought up on Online are all monitored on algorithms on a daily basis. The American population has so much strength, has so much manpower, it has so much firepower, it would be next to impossible to do anything as far as with gun confiscation in this country if we didn't want them or allow them to do it. Let me put that real clear. You've seen how Russians had their fact in Afghanistan, how that worked out for them. You see how the U.S. military had their time in Afghanistan, all these other countries. Trillions of dollars wasted, trillions of dollars spent, thousands of thousands of American lives lost to simply try to take over a sandbox country. Now you're dealing with the largest, most armed country in the entire world for population, and they think they're going to confiscate the firearms based on their opinion. We have to make it well known and very well known that we are not going to accept these laws. We are not going to comply with them before they even try to unconstitutionally put them in place. Okay, so they're going after his feed now because they do a live radio show, and this is how they're they what they do when they re, when he's really getting to something that they don't want out there, which obviously we know what he was just talking about. Now they go after the feed. This doesn't last long. Okay, you know, it's always it's always interesting to me. Here's Austin is really going hardcore. I mean, hardcore. And all of a sudden, the doggone power goes off to him. And his phone lines are disconnected. Guys, have you noticed something? Have you noticed something on my, on my show? Whenever we get preaching real good about stuff like this, 
You know, have you noticed it really doesn't happen on other shows very often? And it seems to happen all the time on my show. It's it's happened a lot on Dave Hodges' interviews. It can't happen with me because I'm old school. That's I, I keep telling everybody, as old school as you can go. And I understand if you have a live radio show, you can't go old school. But I've always to choose chosen to go the old school path. And I, I kind of feel a little vindicated now because there's a lot of stuff that they can't do to me that they can do to a show like this. And, and, um, but I understand they have a live radio show. They don't have that luxury. Austin show. Why is that? Why are we the ones? I mean, I tell you why after yesterday's show, these guys are flipping out. They got, they got, they got the monitors turned back on. Like what the heck? He's talking about interdimensional entities and what they live on, what they eat. He's doing this on a national podcast with millions of listeners. We got to listen to this guy again. And here we go. Austin starts talking about gun control and all of a sudden his feed gets cut. Okay, so that they do about an hour broadcast, I believe about five days a week, typically. So that goes on for uh, quite a while more, but um, real good stuff there. Now, uh, just to, you know, hopefully this is all building upon, you know, what we're talking about here today and, and solidifying all this information. And again, to really let you know that Trump is in on all of this, and he is at the spear tip in many, many aspects of taking away our guns. Now, the next report, and I realized I just, I had a, a report on there, not the one before last, it was from InfoWars. It wasn't Alex Jones talking, though. It was one on the Kathy O'Brien one. And there are certain things they will report on, and there are other things that they won't touch. And um, this is one of those things that we're talking about here. So Alex Jones caught about lying about the net, the Epstein network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Adam Green here with NoMoreNews.org. It's August 12, 2019, and Mr. Alex Jones of Infowars.com has been caught lying about Jeffrey Epstein and the network behind him. And it's shameful he's running cover for the people behind the Epstein network. And it's sad because a lot of people on Twitter and InfoWars are trying to take a victory lap right now. And uh, people are tweeting stuff like this, when you're suddenly the most credible person in the media. And stuff like this, Epstein dies and everybody is Alex Jones. Alex Jones is trying to say that he's vindicated, that he covered this, although other people were covering it. It's true he did, but now when, it, when the story is is broken and it's blown up everywhere he's running cover for the people behind it running cover for the people behind epstein and i'm going to show it to you in this video i believe also he's not even touching the fact that epstein's still alive and that that was a fake fake epstein that they rolled out i mean you look at the facial characteristics in the ear and the nose and the cheekbones and it's a totally different guy it's not Epstein. We got into this in last week's study. I don't think he's touching that aspect either. Right now. Here we go. This is what he posted when he was about to get on an airplane when this Epstein story first broke that he was dead. It's being reported right now by ABC News that Jeffrey Epstein died. They already tried to kill him once two weeks ago. He's been found dead in his jail cell in Manhattan. Now, we, we just got the documents. Ron Dawson was on yesterday, the lawyer that sued got all the documents proving that the lawyer that sued not epstein they sued epstein's victim along with mike cernovich a little bit more on that later thank you to cnn the clintons clearing trump we 
the saying the documents clear Trump. Trump is not cleared. Clear. They're going to try to push that. He's Again, this is the whole thing. He's trying to constantly vindicate Trump that he's good, even though Trump's doing all this wickedness. That they're they're just they it might be a blip on the radar every once in a while, but every time Trump is kind of exposed with Alex Jones, yeah, you might have about an hour of it or maybe a day where he's kind of mad at Trump. Now, granted, I don't follow Alex Jones all the time anyway, but from my experience in the past, that is what I've seen. The, the guy from Alipac, the, the head, the William uh, Gein guy that, you know, is so good on the illegal. They had him on one time and Alex Jones wasn't interviewing him. He dropped all this bombshell factual information about all the way, ways Trump is betraying us on immigration and they never had him on again as far as I know. And it's just, they're running cover for Trump and for the synagogue of Satan, but Trump is owned and bought and paid for by the synagogue of Satan. So you're going to get a very leavened, um, skewed news, news reporting from Infowars on certain issues. Not every single thing. Some of the things they're pretty good on. But when it comes to Trump, and when it comes to the synagogue of Satan behind him, they typically avoid those issues like the plague, downplay it, and, and give it no merit whatsoever. And that he's the hero, and that it's all the Clintons and Ehud Barak and uh, selected people that they want to take down with this. He said just down there, he's dead. Well, he's dead right now. Jeffrey Epstein has been reported is dead. Uh, I guess the and he's not dead. An attempt uh, was successful. No. This was a giant... Which is another lie he's perpetuating. That if, if he just took any kind of look, real look at what was going on, and, and just the, the death photo that was released, or it wasn't even a death photo, the guy, you know, they it looked like they were trying to put oxygen into Epstein or whatever. Uh, but this is like hours after he'd supposedly died. You could clearly see it's not the same guy. But they won't touch that. Blackmail scheme to frame all these people, South the Deep State and the Clintons and the Chicoms have been controlling us, folks, and Trump is on the move. Okay, did you hear that? He gets it right. It's a pedophile ring to blackmail people. Right. But who was behind this ring? One more time, Alex. This was a giant blackmail scheme to frame all these people, South the Deep State and the Clintons and the Chicoms. Have... The Deep State, the Clintons, and the Chicoms. He's saying the Chinese are behind Epstein's blackmail ring. They're responsible for him uh, getting killed in prison. There's no indication that the Chinese, they're doing a lot of wicked stuff. China is right now, okay? Which is, I mean, I'm going I'm to probably need to do a whole study on that or, or a coming. They're doing a lot of unbelievably nefarious evil stuff on a lot of different levels. But as far as them having any ties to, to Epstein, no, 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 no. That's totally, again, total lies. There's, there's no truth or merit to that at all. You look at all the research that I've done on this particular subject and a lot of other people like Adam Green and a lot of other people. No, it's, it's the synagogue of Satan. And again, I'm not saying all Jews are bad. I'm saying it's the synagogue of Satan that Jesus talked about. They call themselves Jews, you know, but they're not. They're of the synagogue of Satan. So, um, Jones is notorious for never talking about that and downplaying those types of issues and their control over Hollywood and over our politicians. And again, they used Epstein to gain control over our politicians over the last, over all the decades because they have went through and used guys like Epstein and their Mossad honeypots in order to 
get them sleeping with seven-year-old girls or seven-year-old boys, you know, and only God knows what else. They've got it on film, so therefore they, they, they're, they're bought, controlled, and paid for by the synagogue of Satan, which we've talked a lot about in this study alone. More time. The chai comms and and this isn't out of the no, out of the ordinary for Alex Jones. Every day I don't listen anymore, but every time I rarely tune in, this is what he's saying. The chai comms run everything. Chai comms run Hollywood. Uh, the the Muslims run the Federal Reserve. So much disinfo because he's the biggest Zionist gatekeeper out there. Controlled opposition. Controlled opposition. Lying fraud. Blackmail scheme to frame all these people. Stuff the deep state and the Clintons and the Chicoms have been controlling us, folks. And Trump is on the move. Oh yeah, this Trump's is on the move. Absolutely massive, but yeah. Epstein. Yeah, just like Mark Taylor says, Trump's gonna, you know, pull us. Q says any second. There's a lot of people still on, you know, out there before it's news and this type of stuff. You know, Trump any second. There, all these mass arrests are still gonna take place, and you know, they're they're gonna be mass trials and mass all this other stuff. And Trump's on this, and it's all total lies from the pit of hell and this devil is in on the whole thing and perpetuating that lie to keep the patriots thinking oh oh if we just keep waiting if we just keep waiting trump's going to vindicate us he's really not going to take our guns he's not going to do all this stuff when that's exactly what he's doing and all of this other disinformation is being put out there so the patriot community will do nothing or go back to sleep had to be taken out and we knew he was dead going to be killed guaranteed uh and, and, and now they're getting rid of that key witness it doesn't matter now he wasn't killed he wasn't killed though. all the list we've got the flight manifestos they're rolling everybody up right now they won't be able to okay. kill everybody and they're not gonna be able to kill us yeah. what a despicable disgusting lie He's saying it's the chai comms behind epstein do you think your audience is stupid do you have no shame at all look at this wants to say and you know this is just as stupid if not more stupid than what Zionist shills like Marco Rubio are saying that it's Putin bots and trolls that are pushing the Trump and Clinton conspiracies about Epstein's death I also saw a uh, fake skeptic fake skeptic Michael Shermer says oh you know there's no conspiracy here the mainstream media is trying to already quell the conspiracies dismiss it as a conspiracy this unbelievable story um, like Joe Scarborough saying that uh, a guy who had information that would have destroyed rich and powerful men's lives end up in his jail cell, ends up dead in his jail cell. How predictably Russian. Trying to accuse it on the Russians, and at least Ann Coulter gets this part right. She says, yes, that makes sense. Everyone around Epstein was a huge Russia supporter. Right. Dershowitz, Wexner, Maxwell, Barry Krischer, and Epstein himself just look at their ph philanthropies. It screams Russia, and she's being sarcastic because it, this has been well documented for a long time. John Swin, from the world, formerly of the world, needs this man, and now it exposed the enemy. Has done uh, some great graphs breaking this down. Here's one of them. This is meaning linking Epstein to all of these synagogue of Satan and Mossad operatives. Cone Epstein Maxwell honeypot connections around Trump. So we got Epstein here. Let's see uh, how many uh, Lees and Chins and, and Chicoms we see in this, Alex, since this is a Hillary Chicom uh, to, be, to be blamed. This is how they're controlling everybody. We got Epstein, Lex, Les Wexner, Robert Maxwell, Roy Cohn, uh, who else do we have here? Cernovich and how him and Dersh uh, Charles Johnson from Got News are running cover for Dershowitz. 
who was close friends, and uh, uh, Dershowitz was a character witness for Roy Cohn. Roger Stone and, and Trump uh, were protégés of Roy Cohn, who I've gotten into in past videos. I'll put the link in the description and more later. The Rothschilds, Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, there's no Chinese here. This is this is a Kosha Nostra Mossad uh, blackmail ring is what it is. And Jones is lying, saying it's the Chai Coms and the Clintons. Just right. absolutely disgusting. Does he think his audience is this stupid? Is what I want to know. Um, another, you know, peop the cat's out of the bag. I don't know. The thing is, is unless you're educated, though, about it, and you're just, you're thinking Jones is a good guy, I'm not going to call you stupid. I, I, you know, you just, you're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, lest Satan get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. The Bible says a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. Leaven's bad doctrine. And that's what Alex Jones is notorious for putting out. He could put out, you know, several videos or several reports that are right on the money. Drag queen story hour. The, 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 the thing that we just had on Kathy O'Brien and this type of stuff. But he's never going to point you to what the synagogue of Satan's part is in all of this and how they control so many people. Because I do believe he's an operative for them. Because his actions speak that. Actions speak louder than words. And there's a lot of leaven. In say, I can go up there and I can go on his channel. I can say, oh, okay, well, this actually looks pretty solid. But see, maybe there's a report that doesn't, that doesn't have anything to do with the synagogue of Satan. Well, it's probably going to be fairly decent if you go up to InfoWars. But if it's anything where it's a cover-up for the synagogue of Satan, you're going to have all kind of leaven in those reports. And that's why you got to be really careful. And that's what I'm trying to ferret out for my listeners on a week-to-week -week basis and and just give you okay here's here's the truth and here's a multitude of different ways we're proving this particular truth and the agenda behind it how jones thinks he can get away with lying about this stuff this is another map a little bit uh bigger from the jeff epstein crime rap it's from crime map by ryan dawson at the anc report Again, there's no Chinese connections here. This is all Zionist, ultra-Zionist. Epstein, Maxwell, Black Q, Bear Stearns, Greenberg. You have to look at the actual uh, video, and I give you links to all these things, but it's a video where you can read on this crime map. It's, it's a lot of stuff here and how all of this stuff is connected. Uh, Kushner's, Nexium, the Bronfman's, Mega Group, Michael Steinhardt, Mossad, Promise, Richard Pearl, look at all these names here. Jones has the chutzpah to lie to his audience and say this is the Chai Coms. This is this Epstein ring and Epstein's dead because the Chai Coms. Absolutely just disgusting and despicable. We can't let this guy get away with these disgusting lies. Here's Morphonios. He's been uh, tweeting threads all about this. All of these people are connected to... Uh, the, the Jewish philanthropist uh, group, Mega Group, and all they do is donate to Jewish causes. They're all involved with birthright and the Adelsons. They're all big Trump supporters. The Rothschilds introduced, they're all on the board of all these people connected to Epstein and all in the same circles going back to Roy Cohn. They're all involved with Genie Energy as well the Israeli drilling company in the Golan Heights with the Rothschilds, Rupert Murdoch, who's friends with Epstein and Roy Cohn, 
Steinhardt, Summers, Bill Richardson, Dick Cheney, Rothschilds, all of them. And all of remember Roy Cohn was was Trump's original mentor. That was the one where the the picture came out recently of of a young Donald Trump looking to be in his early late teens to early 20s dressed as a Roman soldier at one of Roy Cohn's notorious gay parties that he would throw where he would have surround himself with young gay men in costumes and a lot of times dressed up as Roman soldiers and he would have sex with them and it was well known Trump was one of them that was Trump's main mentor we're talking Roy Cohn this guy is so wicked and so evil I've never even seen a picture of him that didn't just ooze wickedness and evil and just again key and Roy Roy Cohn and C-O-H-N in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done recent studies on this and the links there i mean we're talking some really sick affiliations that trump has had and it does have this has been ex- uh documented extensively in some new articles written by whitney webb she did a three-part series extensively documenting beyond any doubt that this is a chabad jewish mafia kosher nostra and, and there's nothing anti-Semitic. If this was Italians, I would say this is the right. uh, the Italian mob. Exactly. If this was a bunch of Swedes overrepresented uh, running pedophile rings, I'd say it's the Swedes or uh, the Nordics. It doesn't matter who it is. It matters what they're doing. And I'm going to talk about it because they're the ones doing it. Here's some more lies from Jones blaming China and, and misdirecting with... Uh, misdirecting with his disinfo. We've got these guys on the run. We've got them on their heels. They're going to pull a lot of crap. They're going to stage a lot of events. Uh-huh. They've got Hollywood cranked up on high, pushing race war and division between the sexes and demoralization. The Hollywood t- is owned by the synagogue of Satan. Again, I've documented that extensively in the last few months. Totally, but he won't ever call that out. He's saying Chicom totally owns Hollywood when the synagogue of Satan plays a much, much larger role. And that's been going back for decades. Coms are funding the whole thing. They bought up 90% of the major agencies. The Chai Coms are funding the whole thing. The Chai Coms run Hollywood. Now, I've done a few videos. I have a playlist, Infowars Exposed, and I have a video. It's Alex Jones caught lying about Alex Jones caught lying about who runs Hollywood. I'll put that link in the description to, to save time for now, but he um it's completely debunked such a joke look at this this was uh back in 2016 alex jones had a video china buys six hollywood studios alex jones exposes the china's takeover of hollywood in america that's january 30th 2017 look at this a few months later why china hollywood deals have come to a screeching halt come to a screeching halt and yeah they do do some uh, uh some investments but they don't control Hollywood. And to, it, to say exactly. that this is the Chai Coms or the Chai Coms are running the United States is so so intellectually dishonest. And it's straight Zionist propaganda to keep the attention off of the Zionist lobbies controlling our country. And then we have another one here. Um, oops. This is... China's Hollywood romance sours amid trade war. That's 2018. And then it says, Wanda opens biggest... Now, just so you know, what I did is he's got a whole playlist thread um, on InfoWars Exposed. And the first video is how to deprogram an Alex Jones supporter. 
That's it's an hour and 39 minutes. Uh, Alex Jones, the art of the shill. Alex Jones loves Benjamin Netanyahu. Okay, so he's got a whole playlist of, I don't even, man, how many videos are here? Wow, oh uh, boy. Okay, this is 37 videos. Okay, um, 37 of them exposing Alex Jones. And um, I'm going to add all this to my file on Alex Jones because I've got a gigantic file on him as well. Uh, and again, you can, there are certain things you can glean from InfoWars still, okay? Um, but you've got to be very, very careful with their information uh, and understand there's an agenda behind it and there's a cover-up behind it. And, you know, it's, yeah so 37 videos i give you a link to where this playlist starts or you can probably just key in Infowars exposed and these 37 videos will will most likely or the playlist may come up but i i'm putting a link in the pdf for this uh teaching as well so let's get back to the end of this here movie movie studio in china's answer to hollywood china is starting their own hollywood where are we Where's my Hollywood stuff? Here it is. China is building its own Hollywood. They're, they're trying to lure our American Hollywood stars over to China make stuff. And then look, the chill, China chill in Hollywood. So you can just go ahead and stop lying about the Chinese running Hollywood, Jones. As if I even have to disprove this. It's just uh, absurd, asinine. But the people see through all of this, and we're in the process of retaking our country and actually governing ourselves again and getting out of this world government project. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. a lie because Trump yeah. is handing over the country exactly. to the Zionist New World Order. Exactly. Now, again, I'm not here taking credit. It's just on the record that we were the first and the strongest. Taking credit for serving Satan. Exposing this international child kidnapping uh, blackmail ring. And that's why we've been demonized. The fake tip of the spear, really the controlled opposition, yeah. pretending like he's exposing it all. Yeah, what a narcissistic devil, too. I mean, he, he just goes up there and pontificates. and I mean, oh, he's such a narcissist. And I mean, I, I would say a sociopathic or a psychopathic narcissist. I believe he was probably born this way, which would put him more along the classification of a psychopathic narcissist, the, the, the pattern that he fits and um all the self-praise and all the bragging that he does uh and the, the constant you know begging for money and then this where he's always patting himself on the back and acting like he's the he's the tip of the spear he's really the tip of the spear for satan in a lot of different ways because a large percentage of the patriot community uh which and a large percentage of christians follow him and think that they're getting truth from him and the reality is, is yes, there is truth, but it's a leavened doctrine. And a little leaven, which is a type of sin, leaveneth the whole lump. A little bit of yeast. It only takes a little bit of yeast to make that whole, to permeate through that amount of dough and make the whole, the whole thing of dough rise. Okay? So it only takes a little bit. It only takes a little bit of rat poison to kill the rat. You know, rat poison's 99, 98%, you know, decent food and you know two percent poison or one percent so I, I really believe the more and more i research jones that that is what he represents but actually he's covering up the truth about who's behind epstein saying that it's the clintons and the chai comms so remember the corporate media and big tech have all worked 
to suppress Jeffrey Epstein, to suppress the knowledge of this, and to protect the people that have been involved in this operation. You are protecting the people in this operation, Alex Jones. All these people, sub the deep state and the Clintons and the Chicoms, have been controlling us, folks, and Trump is on the move. Oh, Trump's on the move. You, you go to Whitney Webb's uh, article or, or any of these graphs, and it just... Trump's mentor, Roy Cohn, and, and, the, and the, the mob with Meyer Lansky and Wexner and Bronfman and Maxwell and all these Mossad agents. The scum of the scum of the scum of the earth have been, you know, either the ones that bailed Trump out, his mentor, who he's looked up to, who he's yoked. I mean, you look at how he was such good buddies with Epstein. And we're to think that he's a good guy now all of a sudden and, and he he doesn't owe any of them any favors and they have no nothing on him at all please mega groups and world jewish congress and in birthright and and you guys are gonna these idiots shills out here are gonna say it's russia it's china behind it just such an incredible joke now okay so that's all i mean it goes on to the 45 minute mark there um Okay, so that's all I have for, for today. So uh, we, uh, God bless you, and we will see you in the next audio broadcast.